Welcome to We Still Ain't Got Our Shit Together podcast, where we are a boundary-free zone. Man, and where everything goes. When I say everything, I really mean everything. Everything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything. <laughs> but look, for real, y'all, let me be completely honest. One thing I hate is when another person feel like they're better than the next. I mean, we all still ain't got our shit together nowadays. Plus, life is about constant elevation. And without it, we're dead. And that's why our podcast is called We Still Ain't Got Our Shit Together. For real. Welcome back to another episode of We Still Ain't Got Our Shit Together. I'm one of your hosts, John Wayne Willis Jr. And you know it's your boy KJ, no dog food. What's up? And I'm your girl, Manuela Cup, bringing that female energy along with a little sack. Yo, today we got a special guest. My yep. boy. My boy, the guy behind the scenes, when he really could be the guy in front of the scenes. But I'm about to bring to the stage my boy Ryan Gordon, a.k.a. Hey, Dad <laughs> shot that. What up, what up? Thanks What's for up, me. man? Welcome in. Welcome in. I like the name of the, the show. It's really honest. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Yo, so I'm going I'm to tell you a quick story right before we get started. When I came up with the name for the podcast, I had sought the services of like a social media marketer, right? And she proceeded to tell me that she didn't like the name of the show because everybody on the show supposedly seemed like you had your shit together. Uh, and that, uh, I ain't gonna lie, I immediately was like, you're not the person to work with me at all, right? <laughs> <laughs> like if you, it, oh, you, you have a house, a car, and you work at work a good job. I was like, yeah, but I ain't got my shit together <laughs> by any means. And so, huh? She couldn't see the vision. She couldn't see the vision with it. But I mean, I think I think I think the name the name tells it all in in a sense where basically nothing nothing's ever finite for for anybody at least on our show, right? It'll never be that small peak. Now I'm not saying you can't reach goals, but you know once you reach a goal, something always seems to seems to pop up more here or more there or more there, figuring out how you spend time here and time there. But can you let the people know who you are, though? I mean, I'm just a guy <laughs> right now, you know. Nah, you bigger like than I'm that. But, you know, I like the modesty. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like I'm nobody special, man. I just, one of my goals in life is just to make everybody I come in contact with feel like seen and heard you know what i mean so i feel like i've always been the person to walk up to someone random and just connect with them on where they're at like one of my closest friends at work now is a a young lady from china we don't have nothing in common but i talk to her and we can connect on the fact that we both miss home you know what i mean and then from there amazing stuff happens so i feel like there's any any way i want to be known it's like you can go talk to Ryan about anything and he'll understand you at least. So are you gonna be the next black godfather? Do you know who that is? No. You don't? No. All right. So that's a documentary I want you to go look up. Don't okay, shit happen. Right. Okay. Don't shit happen 
unless it say so hits. This, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, right guy. Talking this, about the one with Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, well, no, not it's not a TV show. It's an actual person that they call the Godfather, right? So oh, we're talking yeah. about we're, we're talking about <clears throat> from from Michael Jackson to Quincy Jones to Obama mm. to the he he's the mover, the shaker, yeah, the person behind the scenes. Like so, basically, like it's like on some real mafia stuff, right? But it's mm. not really mafia. Mm. But he's like that guy behind the scenes. I think his name is like Clarence, right? And so. He seems like a normal guy, but the entire process of the culture moves through him and what he did, which is Is insane. he the dude? It's probably not the same dude, but is he the dude that made Drake and Kanye apologize to each other? You know I what I'm talking no about? Idea. That talking about no idea. No, so that's Jay Prince. No, nah, that's okay, not him. I was so about to say, but it's Jay, so like Jay that. Prince have that, yeah, Jay Prince have that type of feel toward, um, towards the industry. And streetwise, he, he's a godfather, most definitely. Everything moves. He, he made two grown men apologize, though. <laughs> national on national, not national television, but on live social media, two wow. grown men apologize. He has that power. What I mean, he has that power. That's that, different. The goddamn earth, for, <laughs> earth for shake if he says something. I'm saying that's different, bro. <laughs> I'm hey, stubborn. Straight out of Texas, Jay Prince Senior. Wow! 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 I didn't. I didn't know Kanye's and uh, and Drake's beef was that was that real. Absolutely. I you mentioned somebody's child and, and woman. He did what? You mentioned somebody's child and their woman. In in, in one of the music, <laughs> like it was like a dis, it was a diss track. Okay, so <laughs> okay, look, y'all, y'all about to ask me that. Clearly, so I clearly didn't hear this diss track. I said, look, quick breakdown. Kanye West had information about Drake's situation when it came to him sleeping with the porn star and getting her pregnant, and they had their child Adonis. Pusha T made a diss track about Drake and which okay, I remember Drake, Pusha T. Um, Pusha T. Pusha T made a diss track about Drake in which he directed it towards Adonis and the baby mother porn star. But mm-hmm. the situation was because Kanye West was jealous that Drake lived down the street from Kim Kardashian. So he had an insecurity that he was going to sleep with his wife. Probably did sleep with her. But it was a whole little debacle that just went crazy. That's different, bro. But it got serious because that child was mentioned. And he like, why the hell did okay. you mention my child? But Pusha T was like, why the hell did you mention my wife? So two grown men ha- had to sit down and have shit. So up. I, I I I remember the Pusha T Drake back and forth battle, right? I was like, I didn't know that mm-hmm. Kanye had a battle. I I don't know, man. I don't I don't want to I don't want to come to conclusions. But that I don't know. I don't know oh, if that, that, if that, if that, if that Kim lady is good it's for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> shit, hey, nah. Man. You talk about you. You Kim randomly kind of see somebody sleeping with her. They live down the street, like so she can't have neighbors. If you notice, Kim Kardashian family destroys every black man that comes encounters Is with Kanye him. really destroyed now that he's a billionaire? Absolutely. He had to move across the street from his ex-wife, bought a house literally uh, directly across the street so he could have so he could see his kids. See, but the if thing not, is for me, I, I'm actually that petty. If me and Aria ever broke up, I would like buy multiple houses in the area. Like wherever she lived, I'm gonna buy the house on either side of her. Oh my god. <laughs> what you, what you, what you, what you, what you look at it though. 
she's a high. But you gotta look at it. She's a high value white woman with a child from a black man. So society is in her. She's not. Is she Is she? Is she considered white? White? She. she yeah. She white. White. Look at her mama. Yes. I don't know, man. We did not come here to talk about man. Kim Kardashian. My bad. And we done my got bad. off track. We done got off track. I done asked a question. Took us down the damn rabbit hole. That's funny. Talk about everybody else. We gonna we gonna get back on track now. My fault, Ryan. No, nah, you good. I was just listening. So as, <laughs> clearly, the Godfather is gonna get you a lot of shit. All right. Yeah, a lot of power. But nah, I, I kind of love that. But continue, continue with your story as 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 we rudely interrupted. <laughs> I mean, what what really no story? You just ask like. Who I am, and that's who I feel like I am. You know what I okay. mean? That's so the connector, man. That would have yes. been a really dope streetball name for you. <laughs> and if you two thousand and one. Hey, look, <laughs> the connector. I like that. Yeah, I love it. You, you got to start doing that from now on. If uh, if you create a video, whoever you're filming, start start giving them like like you know nicknames. Like Jim yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that right there. I like that I right there. I need to get back in the streets, man. I'm just at work, so I ain't even had a chance to explore yet. You know what I mean? I'm going to ask this right here. Since I know for you that the game means a lot to you, but I, mm-hmm. being in the street originally making mixtapes, uh, you know, going to workouts, filming basketball at its pure form, do you feel like being mainstream now in the media sense, right? Do what? What is what are the two biggest differences for you in that? Um, I think when I first started, because I first started filming basketball, probably like in 2017, 2018, maybe. I don't remember the exact year, but back then it was just like. I was just exploring, you know what I mean? I was going to every park I could, posting the highlights from like the Goodman League at Berry Farms or going to random high schools, everywhere from DeMatha to um, Spalding to Pilati. Y'all might not know, but oh, I, I get it. Know I know what I'm talking about. You know but what I'm saying? He, like, you got hop, smiles on you. That's, that, that, that's Spalding to DeMatha. Yeah, like. I feel like that's the rite of passage for everyone starting out in this game. You just travel to as many places as you can, follow the big stars. Like, I think the craziest thing I did was drive down to Richmond on a whim to go see LaMelo ball play um, and, like, had to sneak in there and stuff like that. So I feel like the biggest difference between then and now is just, like, the spontaneity of things. Mm. Um, But now as a producer, like, there's a lot more – intention that's involved and i think working here has like really changed me as a man you know what i mean to like really pre-plan stuff have a vision work with the team and all that stuff like i i hadn't done any of that so it's been mm-hmm. uh, a huge adjustment so i think that's like the biggest difference from 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 the spontaneity to 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 the adjustment um do you guys have any quick questions for him uh Right now, either well, Corey or Moella. Good. Well, one thing. Um, so, have you ever heard of Krill Park? No, what's that? 
So Krill Park is right on Old National. Every Saturday they have a big street ball event. Um, if any time you want to just go down there, just call me or hit me up. We can go there. Me and my guys. Will please, 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 there. please go with somebody you know to own that. Just call me. Don't just pull up. Me and my guys will, will show up with you, and you can have the whole scene to do whatever you like to do or need to do, and we'll show, we'll show you the Atlanta side of the real street basketball. Every Saturday, they, they hold something, and people be out balling for real. As long as long as we ain't got no call, hot sauce just basketball. Just call me before you go. Just call as me before long, you go. As long as we ain't got no hot sauce basketball, man. Yeah, you, no. you don't you don't you don't want this frequent on that for no fun. All right, you don't want this frequent on that for no fun. <laughs> but honestly, Corey, Corey about to sit about there randomly with his camera trying to get my man robbed. No, 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 no. For what you just called me, and two is usually some officers out there now, nah, so yeah. it, it's it, it's a lot safer. So on Saturdays, I got something to say about you want to see some balling? Mm-hmm. Yeah, What's I mean, up? I definitely want to do that. I feel like like being in the trenches with my camera and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I've been in some crazy places. I'm not gonna lie to yeah. you, but like, I feel like I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, like I said earlier, like if you Most meet people definitely. where they're at. If you get them on camera, like they're gonna leave you alone because they know that you're yeah. there for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't get worried when I go into new places like that because I'm gonna make sure I speak to people. I don't got no agenda. I look like you. You know what I mean? So I, I personally feel safe. Now maybe that's just me being naive and like trusting people. No, no. but to be honest, like, nah, that, you can that, feel the energy. showing a sign of respect. Nah, I think I think that's showing a sign of respect. Honestly. The, well, to me, that's showing a side of respect out here, especially being out here. If you go out, you introduce yourself, it shows that you're not on OBS. You got your camera. It shows right. you're there for the people, honestly. Yeah. And right. that gets you way farther than a lot of other people trying to sneak or who's disrespectful, honestly. Yeah. All right. Well, Wayla, you, you, got, you got anything going on with that as of yet? Well, I mean, I've looked you up. So I've seen this person travel on the court. Do you buy? Do you sometimes like you mentioned the trenches? Do you sometimes go to street ball with the with the people of the community and stuff like that? Just like showing your skills because you're really good. <laughs> like I seen the three pointers. <laughs> I'm trying to I'm trying to hear y'all. It's like breaking up a little bit. Okay. So okay. I don't know if it's me. I think it's you. We hear each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. I repeat. So can you hear me? Like barely, so should I like refresh or something? Or I'm, I'm trying to figure out why you can't hear. Can you hear me? I can hear y'all, but it's like it sounds like y'all robots. Oh, real choppy. Oh wait. Okay. This is good. I think I think we good. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was saying was, so I looked you up, and I see the skills that you have on the court. Like you're really good. I saw the three pointers you made. So I was just wondering, do you sometimes, like, because you mentioned going to the trenches, do you sometimes go on the court, like, the street on the street and, like, do some street ball with the community and stuff like that? I cannot make out what's being said. I'm so sorry. Hold on, let me, <laughs> can you hear me? Let me join again. Hold on. I'm going to join again. He's going to hop out and hop back in. All right, I'll be right He's going to hop out and hop back in. But yeah, man, I think that that'd be good though for him to come out and actually get the experience in Atlanta. No, nah, so he haven't been here for that long to, to see to, the street ball side. I would say, I would say, from a way, I think that was a great question. But I know he's done that at home. He's done that 
and other places that he's been at, right? In the mm-hmm. sense of like mm-hmm. hopping out there and like hooping and getting back into the groove. You see what I'm saying? So um I think once he gets back in, he'll be able to answer that to the way that you look at it. But nah, definitely. I th- I just think for him when he got to Atlanta, being on that it was a corporate thing versus being it being like your own freelance type of everything like that. That mm-hmm. you know, he would have really been out 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 in the trenches doing a lot more of that out here. But hold on one second. Damn. What happened? <laughs> it's, it's still the same. It's choppy. Choppy. Your building has hear, bad like, internet, bro. I know. Hey, <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna sit in a different spot. Let me there you go. Go go ahead and take and make and make that move, y'all. Look at him on the go. Get the good spot. Let's see. <laughs> Say something. Hello. What up, though? Hey. Como estas? Maybe. Okay. Aquí poquito de español o mucho de español? Ah, poquito. Okay, 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 okay. Mm. What's up, son? Yeah, Corey, Corey Spanish eye coming out. People don't even know that. <laughs> they think you're black. <laughs> don't let them trick you. <laughs> Short back story. My family's from Trinidad and Venezuela. Report to Spain. Am I frozen? Can y'all hear me? We can hear yeah. you. But you're okay. definitely frozen. <laughs> you're definitely frozen, though. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. All right, there, there you go. In. There you go. You back. You back All in right, frame. Ask the question. Go. All right. So I looked you up doing your Instagram. I've checked YouTube out. I see that you're really, really good on the court. Like the three points, like the three pointers are crazy. So my question is. You mentioned the trenches. Do you ever go to like the streets, like play ball with the community and stuff like that? Yeah, like I try to. Like I think the hardest part about being a cameraman is like people think that's all that you do. So it's like, just like when I was younger, it's like you kind of got to prove your worth, and so that you can hang with everybody else. And then like once you start getting buckets, people are like, oh, like you don't just film it. Like you can actually play a little bit. You know what I mean? So. Like here in Atlanta, I haven't done it that much just because I've been working so much and have, haven't had a chance to really like explore the community like I was saying earlier, but I'd love to do that because it's always cool to just get people's reaction. Like, oh, okay, you got a little, a little the jumper. camera you know guy I mean? can actually right. hope. Right. Yeah, you want to watch the video. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's good. Honestly, I feel like we all need, we all need to go, go out somewhere and just collab. Like we all just man, Corey, you play football. Camera, we'll go to basketball Your son play basketball. You play what football. I mean? Stop it. Stop it. Absolutely. But what I mean by collab, I mean all four of us go to a court and we just interact with the people. Like oh, okay, yeah, I like that. I thought I thought Corey gonna be out there talking about you know back in my day I ran a four six four and I hit people so goddamn hard. Let's get it correct. I ran a four four. So oh. and we gonna really play. Forgive me. You're old now. Absolutely. You're old now. I'm 28. I ain't old. I ran a four four play cornerback. Look, so nah, I think I think the, I think I think one of the things for me when it came to that is Ryan's baptized in basketball though. Like mm-hmm. I think I think I like I like using that as a statement. I would say because we come from the same environment in that process like growing up in the dmv even even i would say our church style like you know that's a lot of people's introductions for basketball for us 
our ch- our church league was freaking lit. <laughs> church league was lit. Like we we've had pros playing church league growing up. We had a lot of people playing that pers- in, in that perspective, and then to be in such an area in which if you hoop, you know everybody else that hoops, right? So usually when you see a guy pick up a camera, right? It's usually because you know you're not going to make it as a hooper. Did you ever have that realization saying like, oh, you know, I may not make the NBA, but I want to be a part of this game at a, at a higher level of something. Did that ever like come to you as you as you had that as the camera in your hand? Uh, I don't think at any point I thought to myself, I want to play college basketball or wow. I want to be a professional. Like to me, it was just like a, a challenge. I started really trying to play when I was like maybe 13, 14. And my dad would send me to the rec center all the time, like every day. He's like, go get better. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because I would be frustrated. Like, ain't nobody picking me up? Like, none of that. So <laughs> That was the worst back in the day. <laughs> it was just like a a challenge. And it, to this day, it's like I feel like I just got to prove myself every time I step on the court. Um, I think I've I've done that. Am I like – that good where I feel like I should or could have played somewhere? Not really, but I know I'm above average and I can impose my will when I want to. You know what I mean? That's like that definitely means that definitely means you should have played college ball. If you could say that I can impose my will (laughs) that sounds like LeBron. Okay, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I'm not I'm not blessed with the height either. And I play like if I was I feel like if I was like six six, then mm-hmm. my skill set would be able to transfer. But I play mm-hmm. as a five eleven person, like a three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I can't be that at the Division one level or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there was ever a point where I wanted to, or I felt like I was missing something because I didn't mm-hmm. play for like a organized team or anything like that. So. I find that interesting because I feel like for me, I've always come from the mindset of a player. Like, okay, if you're filming, you don't hoop. Like, you see what I'm saying? (laughs) Or you were that kid that wasn't going to be able to make the team. Or you was the friend of the kid that was hooping. So you taking a video of him putting in work or whatever, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So I think for me, like, I always, growing up, when I played basketball, I felt like I could have been anything. Personally, that's the way I felt when I played. You know, and it kind of led my career path with a few realizations throughout my life. Right. So I would say when I was in college, my freshman and sophomore year, when I got back home those summers, we would play like at the university of Maryland, we play at Bowie. We were playing like the top talent and I was having like good games, like some really good shit. Like, Oh, you know, this guy, or I'm really able to prove myself in that position then that ended up putting me in positions where, you know, I ended up getting to meet Coach Turner from Gonzaga, got cool with Coach Turner from Gonzaga, somebody that became somebody you talk to regularly. And then I got an opportunity to coach with TakeOver um, once I graduated out of college. And it was like, okay, so I get to get a little ingrained into it. So when I when I started training, I used to have a little bit of an uh, imposter syndrome, <laughs> if that made sense. Like, I don't know if anybody else ever heard I had that, but – I had that early on because my story wasn't the same as everybody else. And it was just like, that was really weird for me. But coming from the DMV, 
at home, I never really felt that way because everybody you hoop with your whole life either made it or didn't make it. And so you have that as, as a difference. Um, so it's really interesting to see somebody that's on your level and what you do and how I see that you film like workouts to, to hear that you didn't have that as a, as an aspiration. I think that Kata probably could have been a help to you versus a hindrance because it was never a worry about, Oh, am I going to make it to college to play ball? Or am I going to make it as a pro to play ball? And it kind of gave you probably a little bit of an edge in what you did. I thought that was super interesting. I feel like just in general in my life, like I had a silver spoon, you know, came from a middle-class family. Um, I think that's kind of also fueled this journey as well. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because I'm not out here making videos because I need money. Like I'm doing yeah. it because I want to. Like <clears throat> I know I can go get a rec membership or find some place to play church league or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I want to, not because I'm trying to bring my folks out the hood. You know what I mean? Like it's always been um i've always had like a solid foundation so the way i describe my journey is just sort of more like a exploration instead of like a necessity you know what i mean that's interesting yeah i'm I'm gonna say something i have a it's not a gripe but i also think that it's 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 importantly said so as 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 somebody that's in the field that you are in, in a, not in the same capacity, but let's say like, when we say out the hood, I was going to say some of my pet peeves. <laughs> you got a lot of black kids that are coming from middle class, they have fucking hoop. <laughs> yeah. And so, but it's always things like that, that's a narrative. So, I mean, for me, I ask that question because, I mean, when I look at some of the guys I knew, you're going to have those guys that are coming out the mud but you got guys that aren't coming to mud that just are as hungry as, as, as committed to that process. So I think it's interesting. I would ask, do you think that most of the guys that you filmed that have made it, you know, where, 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 where do you think, uh, I mean, in a sense of, um, as, as you know, and, 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 and if you can say like a percentage wise, which of them are coming out of the mud versus which of them, are coming kind of from your yours or our or my background in a sense of that upper middle class or middle class black family. Because uh, you know I'm on the other know. side of that too. Huh? I know you're on the other side of that. I'm saying I'm on so the other I, side of yeah. that. So I so I see more yeah. of people who come, who come out the mud. Mm-hmm. Honestly, n- n- no offense. I personally feel that people that come out the mud have a little more hunger. Because they have more extinct than somebody who has a silver spoon. Now, don't don't get me wrong. I'm not downplaying the talent, the grind, the mm-hmm. hustle, the consistent time you're putting in. I feel that people who are coming out the hood, they just have more more at risk. They put it all in this. If this don't work, they don't have a second option. They don't have That's that option. Like, you know what? Let me go to that film. Let me go to this acting school. It's like, I right, now I got to either do something illegal or work a nine-to-five until I figure out what else I'm good at because I've only been good at basketball. I like that perspective. Mm-hmm. I, like I think that. it's solid. And I think just from what I've seen, I think it's kind of even, right? Because, like, the – That's what I felt, too. The, the middle-class people, like, 
sometimes they get a leg up just because of the resources that they have. You know what I resources mean? But for real. But like I'm here and seeing how these kids lives are being changed and hearing their stories and stuff like that. I'm like, they really came from nothing. You know what I mean? Like eating cereal for every meal. And then all of a sudden you can retire your parents and you're 17. You know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, that's, that's different, bro. That's different that's, right there. That's nuts. So I, th- I think it's like a, it's pretty even. Yeah. So I would ask for you in, in the perspective, can you, can you give us a little bit more of the insight for where you work and and, and and what and what that that job entails uh, right now in the sense of the grand scheme. So you talked a little bit about seventeen year olds. I don't want any specifics on any of the guys, but just 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 let let them know what OTE is now, like comparative to uh, every kind of other little outlet. I mean, because everybody probably says, "Oh, yeah, I remember them from YouTube, right?" Mm-hmm. When you think about it, you see it on your shirt right there with the saying overtime. Can you can you expand a little bit more on what overtime is now becoming? Yeah. Overtime is a social media company that started about five years ago. I think it just had its fifth birthday probably like a couple months ago. Um, it started by two people, two white men, <laughs> Zach Weiner. Uh, he's my age, 29, and Dan Porter. He is uh, a businessman, entrepreneur that sold multiple companies. One was the company that is now Ticketmaster. He started his company and it became that. So he sold that. Um, He also created and sold the game Draw Something. I don't know if you guys remember that. Um, It's where you had to like draw a picture for your friends, send it to them, then they had to guess what it was. Um, Yeah, I never played that one. Was that like like an app on the phone? It was an app. Okay. Um, And uh, that was huge and he sold that. Um, he also used to be the president for Teach for America, which was incredible. Um, so he's just like one of those really awesome dudes. So they started this social media company and the goal was to make everybody who's a regular person like you and I have the ability to create and capture their own sports highlights. So they created a software where you can stand under a baseline and record a play. And then once you push a button, it saves the last 10 seconds and uploads it to the cloud which allows the social platform to post it immediately, right? So as you probably know, John, in the world, if you're the first to post something in the basketball world, like people are going to be looking and then they're going to look every time, (laughs) right? So some people that got famous off of overtime is like Mac McClung, um, Mm -hmm. the white boy who just was like dunking in a gym and then he blew up overnight because overtime posted it. Zion Williamson, I think we were the first company to sort of like follow him and you see how, you know, larger than life he got. Um, and the list could go on of people that they were kind of like pushing forward. Um, but the trajectory for them is like, they were just making content. First it was just the phone. And then someone came in and was like, Hey, you guys should do longer videos. So they started doing longer videos and put them on YouTube. And now they have series with up and coming athletes. They have one-off content where it's like a day in a life thing. They have football content. They have a platform in France and Africa and they're just like a global there's a global social footprint right mm-hmm. um and I say social and emphasize that because I can talk to my neighbor in here and they have no idea what overtime is but if you go online like everybody knows what it is in this particular millions. world yeah millions <laughs> right so and because our leaders in this company are so progressive and always want to push the envelope and really care about the 
the uh what's the word the not integrity but the for lack of a better word well-being of the athlete they decided to um launch a league where high school age players are now able to get paid quite a bit of money um, to be professional athletes and get that process started early so for the surface level stuff each player gets a minimum of a hundred thousand dollars in the contract um, obviously it's whatever you negotiate um, so i think your social following does play a part in um, you know what you're able to negotiate because at the end of the day it's all about content um, there's an academics program where you can walk out with your diploma or whatever the team here is great uh, a bunch of people that look like us that really care about these players yeah. to make sure they're straight um, there's a whole analytics department where every little thing about your game is written down somewhere um, even down to the ball we have a partnership with this company called siq or seek or however you say it um, and it can like track how high you shooting the ball how many times you going to shoot on the gun and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, so the resources are unlimited. We have the Gatorade Bar. They're a sponsor for us. We're also sponsored by State Farm. Um, and it's just this big thing. You know what I mean? So we play each other because there's three teams within the mm -hmm. 27 uh, young men that got signed. We also play prep schools um, and stuff like that outside of um, this area. We travel. Um, and it's just like an amazing operation that's needed because it's been happening overseas Probably not for at this level, time, yeah. but it's been happening like that for a long time. So where I come in is I am a content producer. Well, my technical title is shooter, producer, editor. Um, and I help make the long form content that goes on YouTube. So I work with about so like 20 people in our department here. And we make these epic videos for our younger audience. So it could be like a Cribs episode where we follow a seven oh, footer around epic. his apartment. Um, or it could be something like I just did and posted the other day, which is like a day in the life sort of feature video for this kid from North Carolina who once had 50 division one offers and now he's here. So talking about his story. So it's just, I get to wake up every day and do what I love, work with amazing people and, you know, connect with athletes, which is really why I'm in this game. So. Thanks. All right, all right. I think that's insane nice, to say. Nice, nice. I could, I could even imagine in high school somebody say, "Yeah, I can give you a hundred thousand dollars if you want to hoop." What? Incredible. But hey, uh, um, I got to get back to my company. I got to um, enjoy, it, man. Finish that route. We'll get it with you later. Thanks yes, for sir. hopping in with us at least this far. Most definitely, most definitely. It was nice meeting you, bro. We all got to meet up and do something, man. For sure. Oh, hold up. Before Corey goes, is there eventually a chance where we where at least all three can get to a game? Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Just say the word. Right. And you can we'll like, set that up. We'll set that up. I can give you a tour too. So yeah. you, actually, I know you told to me that be before. Honest, I gotta I gotta I gotta hop down there. I live I live I live in the burbs burbs, y'all. If you take it, it'd be a lot to get down there to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> right, I gotta get all out right, of here. Well, hi, Corey. All right, now I guess it's just you, I, and Manuela. Let's get it popping. But yeah, so I think that's so interesting for me in a sense where you were able to be a part of something of this magnitude because I, I believe that not only is this one of those disruptors that you see 
in in everyday life, but it's a disruptor that you see in the con in the conduit and how we do business here in our country. You, you mentioned earlier in there that overseas, you know, guys have already getting paid at their age. Like you think of players like Luca and a couple other people that have been pros since they were 15, you know, 16 years of age, right? You've been a pro. You've had a chance to make money, feed your family. And sometimes these kids are really just that good, right? The high school level really doesn't serve you. You're dropping 40 points every night. You know, it, it looks easy because you just are that. Now, my question would be with that is, do we know how you're able to get that contract? Is it is it having that social footprint already, right? Or or having that social um, clout or that social um, backing already as a player? Or can they like come and try out to get a contract or whatever? Or is it based on they you guys are going after the guys that are already at that a superior level? Mm, I think it's like sort of all of the above. I know early on before we got started when we had like maybe five players signed, there was a point where we had a mini camp in Miami and some players were trying out and they played with us mm. for a little bit. I haven't seen that as much here. Um, and I'm not going to lie to you, I don't really even know all the details mm. of how this stuff works, but I think there is an element of like, you know, you're recruiting kids. So if he's good, then you make a pitch and That's they, do what, they do what they want with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to me, if I was a kid, it'd be kind of hard to turn this down because it's like a, a win-win. And one thing I didn't mention is like if they decide after they sign that they just want to like not go pro or go back to school or whatever, they have 100K set aside and scholarship money to go get their degree. So it's like there's really so no – So basically you're worth no 200K loss. off break at the lowest end of your contract. It's $200,000. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah, Crazy. There's no, there's no lock. So. Okay, okay, over time. I didn't even that's real. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Um I have a few questions. I think for me, when you got the video skill, or let me, let me make sure I phrase this correctly. Do you believe that as a parent, like you know, you you are you are a new father? Mm-hmm. Going forward, do do you believe that video skills can serve all kids in some capacity? Absolutely. I think content is everything. Now, I'm not the the visionary that can tell you what's coming down the pipeline, but yeah. as you've seen just on Instagram, like everything is video now. It's hard to it's hard mm-hmm. to even find a picture on Instagram anymore. I don't know if you noticed that, but mm-hmm. like knowing how to create your own content is kind of it's kind of everything. And like thinking back to when I was in Maryland, like I was so busy because I was trying to help everybody else build up their content because they don't know how to do it. You know what I mean? Meanwhile, I'm here like second guessing myself on what I should post, but I know how to do it. So it's like yeah. I need to be pouring this into myself because I already got the blueprint. You know what I mean? I know how to tell a story. I know how to, uh, you know, edit and all that stuff. So I think it's extremely valuable when you can create your own narrative. You know what I mean? I think I think Ryan might have might have just gave his own new pitch for uh <laughs> for <laughs> LLC he's about to put out, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I look, I, I might have stepped on some toes. He might already have that in the works. Like, you know, put a little something in the back where you say, Hey, you know, Ryan such and such help you with your contacts <laughs> or your yeah. content. I, know I suck at content creation. Um, I think for me, I, I love I love 
podcasting. I love the space of having the conversation. But like in the sense of like putting yourself online or putting yourself on video, like I can't tell you how many times people say all the time, like, oh, man, like I need more content for your training or I need no more of this. Mm-hmm. And I just be like, bro, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> training is detailed enough, but for me to have a, a camera up and, and go into it and try to cut the clips up correctly versus looking at the clip as, as, as uh clear as as critical as i can to say okay well it seems like you're holding your hand on the ball split second too long versus your guy hand coming off right that's every time i see when i post a clip and i'm trying to edit it and like get out there and show it and then like i i think for me i have a i have a huge issue with my personal content because it's hard for me just to show the good stuff (laughs) yeah you gotta show it off so yeah i think for me like i like showing the misses because i think that's so important right I like showing like the process because do you, do you feel now today that kids have an unfair view of like what it takes to make it because so much content is just the good stuff? Yeah, it's saturated. And you think that a mixtape is going to, well, actually I will say mixtapes do help sometimes. Oh no, definitely. Um, it helps you. Yeah, helps for you sure. Like, sure. But is that like the end all be all? No. Cause what's the next thing the coach is going to ask once he sees a mixtape? Like, okay, uh, I mean, get game feel. I need game film. I need game film. I need a full game. Why, why ASAP. Are all these clips? Why are all these clips in the mixtape from like seven different games? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Why is it not just from one game? Yeah. You know what I mean? I so, got. I got. I got a funny. So I got a one of my best friends is the head coach in college, right? And I remember he called me one day. He was like, "Man, I done got the most jankiest mixtape. It looked like he showed me the same shot seven times." <laughs> Back to back, it would not but like you have a clip in between, but then it go back to the same shot. Like I was just like, bro, I was like, make saves as well. Like they, they need to find something to make this shit look better. Like I right. gave it a little bit of different graininess here, make it look like a different gel. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you flip the image, make it look like you're going that way. Yes. <laughs> I was like, like you do something, bro. Because when he showed me, because he, I mean, he showed me the clip, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is one of my best friends. Like, you know, this kid wants to be recruited. Now, he doesn't coach at a major college, but, I mean, hi- uh, uh, highlight tapes are sent all throughout, right? Mm-hmm. So, he coaches at the at the, at the the NAIA level, right? But they still offer scholarships. So, people are yeah. sending in clips. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. You know, here's my clip. Why, why, look at me shoot. And he's like, you know, looking this way. He be looking that way like, <laughs> that's the same shot as the last – Three others on that way. I was just like, bro, I think it's so interesting when you look at big safes like that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's funny. But I mean, going back to content, like, I think like I'm pigeonholed, right? Because I know how to do a lot. Like, I can make something on my phone, but I could also make like a feature length film if I wanted to. And I think that's kind of almost like a hindrance because I overthink stuff, right? So like this, this podcast thing, it got me thinking. I'm like, man, this is this is simple stuff. I can send somebody a link to an app and I can host my own podcast. You know what I mean? But the way I'm thinking yeah, is yeah. like, no button levels. Like, All right, I need three cameras. I, I need three lights. <laughs> I got to dress up the set. You know what I mean? But it's not like that. Hey, I, hold up. Eventually, what? I'm getting there, yo. We get there eventually. Before you know it, me, me and my Will and Corey going to have to have the spot lit up. Because, <laughs> to, to hey, though. that's the goal. <laughs> but that's the biggest that's thing. The goal. Like, just starting, right? And yeah. like you were saying about showing the misses, like, Transparency is like yeah. everything too. 
because people are like, man, someone's out there feeling like me. So, I mean, as simple as it is, like, that's more effective than anything I'm thinking of, right? Yeah. Like, because it's, it's just real, just like the title. We all got it together. <laughs> ain't got it. Well, we now, come on. Say, I, I don't know if you're allowed to based on your contract, but you can say the whole thing properly for me. Say, we still ain't got still our got shit our together. together. There you go. It's cool. Mom, you know I mean? so, he's sorry. He didn't mean to curse. You know, it's okay if you watch this later. I'm grown. I think for me, do 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 you think gear matters? I think that's always a huge question for everybody, right? Like, you know, oh, man, I want to start filming or I want to start doing this. And I remember when we started this podcast, you know, me and Will talking, I was like, oh, I need to get a camera, right? I, I need I need to be like those streamer guys, the ones that got the, the big old camera with the lens sitting up top doing your thing. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, well, but I got an iPhone, right? So I guess I'm going to use that. So that's what I'm using now. And so what do you think for people that want to get started in, in, in creating mixtapes and all that? Do, do they need to eventually go get cameras? Or are cell phones good enough now to do everything? I think none of it matters if you have like a a vhs camera like that the that old, can work the it's over a, the shoulder yeah like whatever it is it doesn't matter it's all about connections as corny mm-hmm. as that sounds it's like i could be putting out the, the shittiest content in the world but if i know the right people that push it to the right people or one person that's really special is watching it then that's a win you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and to me you start with what you have, and then once people see the consistency and finally dive into the content that you have, like people start coming to you to help you out. You know what I mean? I can't tell you how many people have been like, "Hey, can I just can I just shadow you on a shoot? Like, do you need someone to like start to edit for you? Like, can I do X, Y, and Z? You know what I mean? Just because yeah. I'm out here doing what I can with what I got. You know what I mean? So of course, like having a higher quality image will get somebody to maybe stay on the preview on Instagram a little longer. But at the end of the day, like you just use what you can. And then when you have the means to upgrade then do that, that's it. I, I was wondering, cause I always feel like that. That's everybody's big question nowadays. Yeah. Do I get the gear or do I, do uh-huh. I start with what I have type no, of deal? Start, start. And then the rest will just like come to you. And that's, that's honestly, like I was saying with this podcast thing, it's like, I'm already thinking like, dang, I don't have three microphones to invite people to my podcast and stuff like that. I was like, nah, like, I can just do this right here on the computer and then it'll come. Buy a yeah, nurse. The, comu- the computer is amazing, out, man. I'm going to get back. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's, it's that social proof, man. That That is that is, that is is real. I think, I think you know, you can't, you can't beat it. You can't beat it at all. And then you get lucky, though. Cause I say for me, I've gotten lucky. Like starting the podcast, like in the beginning, it was like you got a plan and it's it's gonna work, right? Oh, this is my plan. I was gonna have the podcast is gonna be just like I am athlete. That was originally my thought process, right? Mm-hmm. Now it didn't work out. People didn't always make it, and then eventually throughout the line, you meet people that end up aligning with you, and that's how we got together on this. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? You just started, and so <laughs> things end up working out, and it ends up being like an amazing concept. Well, whether I want to know, did you have anything else to add to the pot? Yes, yes, yes. So, aside from basketball thing, your camera work, and all that stuff, 
let's talk about your family life. Like, how has your career impacted your life at home? Like, do you spend a lot of time away from home, or do you have a lot of time that you can spend at home with your family? Uh, it's not easy at all. Like, I think, like I was saying earlier uh, about the transition to working a job like this, it's like all about being like super intentional with your time. So, right. When I first got here, I had the same mindset. It's like I could just be in the arena because I could shoot around in there, work out in there, can talk to people in there, and I can work in there. You know what I mean? So I'm always trying to just be there. I'm lingering. Like, yeah, I'll be home soon. And then, like, show up later. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, (laughs) it's all all come to a head. Like, actually, relatively recently, it's all come to a head. It's like, no, I can't do that. You know what I mean? If I say... The work day ends at six. If I say I'm gonna be home at six fifteen, I gotta be home at six fifteen. Right. Well, I have to. Welcome to it, Ryan. Dad. Dad shot that. <laughs> I gotta do dinner. I gotta connect. I gotta rub my oh. feet. You know what I mean? I gotta meet her with. I gotta fill up her love cup. You know what I'm saying? Because that yeah. that'll in turn. This isn't the only reason why I do that, but that'll in turn it'll help me out. I need the words of affirmation and stuff like that. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, look at me. I'm about to raise the roof out here, right? I hear preaching today, my boy. So if I if I go into work with intention, lay out my day, be like, all right, I'm leaving at six. I live like four minutes away from my job. I'll be home at six ten. I'll bathe the boy. We can watch trash TV, and then we all good. And you know, and the thing, the thing that was like the toughest for me is like. Something like that kind of scared me. Like I've been I've been married for a while, but just like the, it's not monotonous because it's not boring, but it's just like, dang, I'm really, I'm really a dad. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm really it's that routine. A it's, husband. It's a routine. It's a consistent like, routine. Yeah. But how long you married? I've been married for almost four years now. Okay. Nice. So a little over three. It'll be four this summer. Um, <laughs> but it's just like, it's like really buying into that mm-hmm. is. You got to do it. And then, like, the other day, I was, like, just laying on the floor watching my son walk around. We were just sitting there laughing. I was like, man, this is it's actually cool. Like, I'm not I'm not missing something at the arena that I can't do tomorrow during the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because time, time is precious. You know, we don't get that back. And your son, he just turned one. And yeah. blink when out, he'll be five. You know, like, time really goes. I have a son. My son's seven. Like, literally, he grows like overnight, like so fast. And I think like time should be spent, especially with the wife and the kids. Like that's important. Yeah, yes, that's cool. I think Any if- on that journey. Oh, that's I, work I think I think I think for me, like expanding on that as a man, right? I think, and and, and it's not it's not to sound like sexist or whatever, but women like you guys have that innate connection with your child because like you know it grew in you and i think as men and you you have the concept of growing up with a dad growing up with people in your lives where you've seen what providing meant right so for you you've always said well i'm gonna focus on making sure i do it this 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 and that right and so finally having that real that realization that time matters like i remember for me early on one of my big changes was if i wanted to talk to people you can only talk to me while i'm in the car Right, mm-hmm. that was my only time. You gonna call me? I got I got time between six and six forty five on my way home from work. Call me then. If not, like once I get home, I'm dedicated to my daughter because for me, I'm also a time a person that really just now within 
probably this 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 calendar year between you know the middle of 2021 to now did i really start learning how to set my schedule right mm-hmm. i before that it was like okay i go i go to work you know regularly for one of the largest companies in the world after that i come home and i got to go train two clients you know it's in and out hey baby just have a plate for me yeah 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 and gone right and then like what i started hearing my daughter say all the time I was like dad all you do is work right mm-hmm. and that shit that's like a piercing like little process and so i had to figure out i know i have time somehow throughout the day right there's always time day. i am not consistently busy 24 7 right and so right. i had to figure out how to manage that process in general and even with the podcast has taught me a lot in a sense of last year to this year with us being intentional about our time frames right you know what best works for everybody where we can all make it if we can right so everybody's busy we're all we all are entrepreneurs um we all do what we have to do but being an entrepreneur means that you work 24 7 if if that makes sense versus somebody that's punching at nine to five o'clock where it's like, Hey buddy, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, I got my work. And other than that, you're good to go. And I think it's just an interesting concept to hear you talk about how, you know, you are on that level so much earlier than I was, bro. It, it just happened though. Like it, it was it so much earlier than me. It was so much earlier. I mean, I struggled with that heavily figuring out how to figure out my time frame. So I thought that was real interesting. That was a good question, Marilla. How five, bro. Perfect High timing, five. too. Perfect timing. Oh, no. You need to explain to me, Dad shot that. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my name, obviously, up to, like, yesterday. Because uh, I just changed it yesterday. <laughs> I saw that shit, too. <laughs> it, was a, it was free Alexander, right? And so yeah. the reason I came up with that name, that was, like, 2013, 14, before I started filming basketball, I just felt like there was a point in time where I was doing what I love, like following around a tattoo artist and filming them tattooing, like traveling, just filming whatever, right? And I felt like when I did that stuff, it made me feel like the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and my middle name is Alexander, and I just put the, the free in front of it and kind of like stuck, stuck in the basketball world. Um, oh hell yeah! You were selling yeah. T-shirts, everything with that shit. Right. It was hot. It was hot. And stuff. that's what that's what I was known as. You know, people call me Free. Um, people to this day don't know my actual name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they call me Alex. Like, there's a kid over at the arena. Like, before I got here, he followed me. He was like, "What's up, Alex?" I'm like, hey, "What's up?" You know, just <laughs> it is what it is. But I'm realizing that I needed to release myself from that because I'm right where I need to be. Right now, you know what I mean? I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm shooting shit, you know what I'm saying? So I switched to the dad shot that. And I feel like the content that I want to create, because I'm always thinking about content, which may be a bad thing, but um, I want to post. Never apologize. Never apologize for that. Okay. Hey. Hey. As a man, as a man to man, as entrepreneur to entrepreneur, never apologize for the movement forward. Okay, never apologize for that. All right, no apologies. So I want to post more of my son. I want to post more of me working so people can actually know what I'm doing and understand. And also I want to post more of me playing basketball because I love that too. You know what I mean? So I think dad shot that. It's like a double entendre 
Cause I can okay. Shoot it, you know what I'm saying? I okay. Shoot it, you know? All right. I want that three ball again. You feel That's me? It. <laughs> That's it. So I think I think it'll stick. Um, I'm probably gonna come out with some t-shirts, some dad hats. You know what I mean? I'm a I shamelessly like pl- I'm I'm a shamelessly plug myself. Oh, dude! If you need to come out with t-shirts, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I one of my many, many businesses <laughs> talents is that we do print shirts. So, yep. if you need to come out with t-shirts, please let me oblige to be a part of that with you. It's coming, it's coming. I think the exciting thing is, is like I get to work with a lot of YouTubers and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Not like directly, but I see them all the time, so I get to like pick their brain or whatever. And it's like these young people that just like figured out. How to make all this money from oh, making content? You know what I mean. Look, so I'm like, look, I can do the same thing. So I, I got, a, I got, a, I got, a, I got a funny story. In 2008, right mm-hmm. in college, I wrote a business proposal on content creation for YouTube, and like, so it's it got shot down though, right? <laughs> I mean, I took it to my advisor. I was like, yo, I think this shit's gonna be big. They looked yeah. at me. I just don't see how you make that type of money from this, right? And I scrapped that shit in 2008, like fully scrapped it. It was like just over with. Me and my homegirl Hazel put together. We did our first little video. It was about Castax. We did like <laughs> we did like a whole little thing on Castax. Everything like we sat here and talk like how we talking right now. We sit on the couch mm-hmm. in my apartment in college, just talking about the whole Castax shit with a with a little grainy camera pointed at us. Like we can create like this podcast feel like what Joe Budden was doing, film it, put it on YouTube, and eventually I felt like that shit was going to hit. I wrote a business proposal, <laughs> took it to my advisor because at that time I didn't know who else to go to with the information, right? Mm-hmm. And he looked at it and was like, "This is well written. I just don't see how you're going to end up making whatever, whatever from this, right? Because they didn't have the vision." to see you know that content creation was going to be the next big thing and i didn't have the vision to follow my own process at that time either because you're so used to following the grain of 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 what's set out in front of you like okay well you know they know more about this than i do so let me ask them and see if it's even viable if it's viable it is if it's not uh, oh well right and so that was interesting that that happened and you know i always say myself you look at these young youtubers today I, but I also forget that they grew up on it too. Like you see what I'm saying? Yeah, they were born in. Yeah, they were born that they're they're ingrained in this process. Like it's so funny to hear a kid now be like, "Yo, what do you want to be? You grow up? I want to be a YouTuber." YouTuber. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, I'm but I think it. about it as a kid, like that was never my thought process, right? Like as a kid, it was never, "Yo, I can't wait to make videos and post them online," because it wasn't a thing. So. You know, I was telling like we have conversation with people before, and I was like, "Yo, like I do feel like the black culture will eventually change financially um, in the next, you know, two or three generations, where it's going to be crazy. There's so much available information online, and if you're in that era, you know, I mean, you got kids now watching Earn Your Leisure. Like, I don't know, you might have heard of that podcast, like Earn Your Leisure, and a lot of other guys. What I mean. Ota uh, OTE? Yeah, they interviewed uh, Bryson Warren. I don't know if you've heard that episode. Okay. Mm-mm, I haven't been the commissioner of the league. Uh, okay. You should check it out. But, yeah. I will go check it out. I love them guys, man. So, 
I was just like, that's so crazy. But the thing is, you have that type of content of of financial information being being given to you now, and you're like, oh, people are being transparent about what they make from YouTube. So if I just got a cell phone and a camera, I'm gonna go out and do it. Like I think of people that be asking the questions in the streets to the people, and they like them kids make hella money. I don't know. They be like, I'm, oh, what's two plus two, and see if somebody knows the answer. There's a uh, a group I'd be that like, damn. Why do I think that overtime uh, partnered with? Called AMP. Um, oh yeah, I actually watched one of those guys. The one yeah, with the hair. Like, there's like six of them. Yeah, that's agent. Uh, there's like <laughs> there's like there's like six YouTubers, right? They're a group, but they all have their own personal brands as well. But I guess through COVID, they started making like a lot of content and just like blew up, and then they came up like real. So like we hoop with them sometimes, but the stuff that they pull up in like. It's incredible, and I'm like, bro, you're like 21. I, I saw, I saw, I saw his video about that, uh, that TRX truck, bro. I want I it. it. I want it. I, I want it. it. But I'm One getting a lightning, this, so I can't be too Tesla mad. Tesla, this like platinum, like I've never seen anything like it. I can see my reflection in that thing. <laughs> it and was I'm a like, mirror. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, I'm obviously working way too hard. Like I'm not saying they're not working because to be a content creator, like yeah, it's it like, all the time, but. I'm like, I can do that. And I want to do that. I ain't gonna lie, like, so there's people I watch like podcast wise, like like, mm-hmm. like you got flagrant two and them boys. Um you look at that and I'm like, yo, eventually I wanna go to like two 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 days, two days dropping a week to three days dropping a week to four days dropping a week and you know, maybe sprinkle in like spe- like specific special episodes throughout the process, but having that process of of just talking about what's already there or what's already happening in the world is such readily available content. And I've learned that this year. So, like, you know, I told her we did our first uh, this past week, this Friday, we dropped our first current event episode, right? And I'm like, damn, what was I thinking before? Like, current event right. episodes of the shit, like. <laughs> You got already ready content every single week. Somebody's going to do something for you to talk about. And right. so I just think that's interesting as, as, as a process, as we grow and we understand, um, you know, the process. Uh, well, anything else before we go ahead and drop it or end it on the bombshells? No. Heard a lot of great content and stuff from you, so. Man, it has been my pleasure. I'm... I'm I'm gonna get up there, not this Monday, but maybe another Monday. Cause Monday be my only days, man. I gotta, I gotta get up there to get that tour, man, of the, the facility. That's so awesome. Um, Wait, where do y'all live again? Okay, so I'm, I'm in, in Noonan. Say, say yours again, Mongwela. I'm in Atlanta. She's in oh, Atlanta. Wait, where? South, um, Southwest, Camp Creek area. Oh, okay. Off of yeah. Cool. I'm in Midtown. So yeah. Oh, okay. you know, yeah. I'm all the way up 85 South, guys, you know, <laughs> to, to, to the great city of Noonan. We're about 40 minutes outside the city, but it's worth oh, it. Oh, you're 20 away from the airport. Huh? You're 20 minutes from the airport? Yeah. The other way. Yeah, I'm 25. <laughs> I'm, 25 I'm 25 going towards Auburn. <laughs> so, like, so for instance, um the the airport is is kind of like right near where where um where um Moela is off of Camp Creek but from her house to to me we're looking at if I'm on the highway 25 to 30 minutes easily right now I don't live at the at the top at the, at the tip of Noonan 
um, where that's like 22 minutes, but I'm, I'm a little further up. So, but I mean, I don't mind the drive, honestly. I mean, I come from Maryland. I used to drive from Silver Spring to like Bowie. <laughs> come on, bro. Like this, this in, in rush hour. <laughs> this, and the thing is this, I don't really experience traffic on my side of town at all. There is no traffic. Once you pass Union City and you get on 85 South, there is zero traffic. You're in the country. That's why. But guess what? I don't have traffic, y'all. <laughs> no traffic. Do you understand? Do you understand how, how my blood pressure stays down? Because I'm not upset. No you we 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 got we got the good school system. If if you care about that, you know, nice nice neighborhoods. I mean, we clean streets. Push out no liquor stores. You know, right? You so silly. I mean, it just depends. You know, Ryan. When you guys are ready to leave the city, man, I send a realtor your way. We we're not gonna go that far, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, I'll give it like 20, 20 minutes max. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be too far from the city. Man. <laughs> I can't. Hey, man. Your butt goes further out here, too. Yeah, you ain't think about that. Right. Build a whole studio, you feel me? Yeah, I guess. So then I got to go to work. And, uh, right. Look, I'm over here on the recruiting trail, you feel me? Right. <laughs> Bring more people out this way. Leave right. the city. But nah, yeah, I mean, I just think it's interesting. And, and again, Ryan, I want to thank you again for coming out to the podcast. This is the first, but it won't be the last. Yeah. You heard you from our boy. More, I want to hang out. I need a couple friends. like parents. Man, I didn't even think about it last night, but we actually had a game night, even though Moela didn't show up. I, I can't help it. Uh, hey, hey, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. We had a game night last night. I didn't even think I could have called you out, but then again, it was kid free. So I know I don't know if you guys really have the childcare out here as of yet. You say the word, we'll be there. We need to we need to connect with more adults. Nah, like I tell you, it's 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 a trip though, but it's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. <laughs> My aunt lives out in Gwinnett County. That's 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 the that's like the total opposite. Yeah, I know. It's uh <laughs> But it's like fifty minutes, no traffic. I'm like, golly, like. Is, is she like the loof or like uh, Sugarloaf? Because that's interesting to me, because Gwinnett is huge, bro. <laughs> Gwinnett is huge. I'm talking about like Gwinnett's a mini state. Like, I mean, Snellville to to freaking. Oh my god. Yeah, huge. I got the address, but she's far. Like very far. <laughs> he, he, was, he, was, he was out there by the mall of Georgia or whatnot. Bruh. Near He's Gainesville. Like, like borderline Carolina. You know what I mean? But <laughs> going all the way down 85 north. No yeah. stop. So we we've taken some drive now. All right. All right. Uh the, the next time the next time we have a little shindiggy, you on the list, my boy. Please. You on the list. Now my weather's already upset because of the time frame, but hey, I mean can't yeah. do it every week. <laughs> so <laughs> it'll be in the next couple of months or something like that. We're probably gonna put a little something together. Uh, you know, we both are gonna be busy for the next uh literally month. So next month we got a weddings and all that other stuff we gotta do. So yeah, got the flower girl of the future. Everybody wants her to be the flower girl. So I love it. It's fun, oh. man. It's it's fun, but then you you gotta be on the move, bro. 
like don't have the popular kid. <laughs> have the popular kid, but you're the move. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it's been great yet again. I'm gonna do a quick sign off yet again. I'm your boy John Wayne Willis Jr. This has been another episode of You Still Ain't Got Your Shit Together podcast. Yeah, I'm your girl one way And thank thank you to our boy Ryan. Oh, before you go, is there any last words you want to give the people? Yeah, give me a follow, man. Uh shout Instagram. out all your handles for us. Shout out all your handles. I'm gonna just shout out one because I'm still developing the rest. Uh <laughs> follow my Instagram, dad shot that. That's where you'll see most of my stuff. Eventually I'm gonna change my Twitter to that and my YouTube. Okay. But right now, it's Instagram. And you can see my son on my story every morning. My question to you, what's going to happen mm-hmm. when he dunks on you? <laughs> it's never, ever going to be the case. Never. I, I mean, will hurt I... him before he does that. I feel like that's the point. I got to ask every guy that question. Like, nah. But you do know it's eventuality, right? He might catch you slipping. I will, I will pull him out of basketball if I see the signs that that's coming. Gee, oh, first of all, that is called psych. I'm not doing that. Whatever. <laughs> Look, he got the next LeBron on his hands. Well, hey, nah, nah, we can't do this no more. He almost put it on my head, guys. I can't, I can't even think about it. Nah, I'm but leaning nah. into it. He's dunking on me. So. Hey, coming one of these like this, bam! <laughs> right now, would you, you put it? that? Would you put that video out? Absolutely. I okay. have to. You gotta go viral, right? Right. Hey, that'd be so cold. I, you, 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 you. I would say are the, are the only one of my friends that have had a male child that are oh, going really? to be okay with it happening. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not gonna just like let it happen. But if it happens and it happens to be on film, like I'm gonna lean into it. I, it was crazy. so funny. I, 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 I had my homeboy tell me he would burn his wife's phone and she took a video and that happened. <laughs> I'm throwing it in the fire. <laughs> nah, I don't got that much pride. <laughs> you know, everybody thinks they can still hoop, but then you think about it, your age, kids, so you get out there and your mind starts doing some shit you thought you can do. And you go to jump to meet somebody at the rim, and it, it you just don't get as high anymore. Yeah, I've been there. It, it happens. <laughs> but like I said, guys, again, it has been our pleasure. We're out. All right.